Hey, it's Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Oh, hey. Oh, it's a good week. It's a good week when it's birthday week. Now, I'm recording this episode the day before my birthday, but you'll be listening to this episode the week after my birthday. So I'm just going to say a thank you if I post on social media that it's my birthday and you said happy birthday, thank you. All the juicy feels (laughs) from you. And, you know, let's do, let's talk about aging. Let us talk about aging because, I don't know, I got a few things to say in this episode and it might be a little bit of a might go here, there and everywhere. You should see the page of notes that I have. It is not an organized page of notes. It's like a bubble around this dot point there. (laughs) So just bear with me. I'm recording this still in lockdown and it's school holidays. So it might be a reflection of, you know, me just trying to take this moment of quiet in the house to get it done. Perfectly imperfect action all the way. So, okay, can we start with the fact that, I don't know if you've seen this in your Facebook feed, but it was, you know, one of those suggested articles because I most certainly don't follow Vogue, but um, it came up in my feed as this, um, it was this picture of Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. Have you seen it? And Drew's just kind of got a head on Cameron's shoulder and it looks like just a cosy best friend pic. And the title was something like why this photo um, is causing a stir online. And so I was like, uh, I'm an investigator. I'll figure out why, what's what's up with this photo. And And I literally couldn't work it out. I was looking at this like, They look happy. Is it where they are? No, I can't really see a background. Is someone pregnant? No, because you can't even see their bellies. What's happening here? Why? Why is this photo causing a stir? So like all good clickbait, I um, clicked on it and, and I read the article and it was, it was all about how it was being celebrated because you could see the lines on their faces. So I zoomed in, of course I did, and I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, you can see the the rinks around their eyes. That's nice. But is it, like, do we need, hang on, where are we at here with this, people? Where are we at? Oh, we've all got such different ideas in our head about ageing and, and I was thinking about why so many women are getting invested in this, in Hollywood movie stars letting themselves age. You know, in this article then there was a picture of why we're loving Sarah Jessica Parker. Now, these women can do whatever they want with our faces. This is much more about what women themselves 
are craving and the conversation that women are having in their minds about themselves, not about these women we see on screens with all the access to all the people (laughs) to make them look all the ways, right? And it was same with Andy McDowell. Did you see those images of her at Cannes with her wondrous, wondrous hair that is going grey? And she just looked majestic. I don't know, there was something just amazing about the whole thing. But it's like it causes a stir because we've totally normalised you know, anti-aging. We like we coined a term. We were like, no, men can age gracefully. Women, it's disgraceful when we age. And then this seeps into all sorts of areas of our lives. I mean, why we? What did you used to think about being forty or fifty or sixty? I mean, even thirty. When I arrived there, I was like, hmm, it's unusual. <laughs> I thought you'd have to be, you know, have a have a family by the time you were 30. I probably thought in my teens. We only know what we've been shown, right? Like what the norm is. And and same goes at 40. I was like, this is not 40. I feel 27. Now still at 42, I'm like, okay, so I don't feel like I'm in my 20s anymore, which I love. I love that I feel older. I want to ground myself in my years, honour them. I still feel youthful, but, like, what was there some way we were meant to feel at these ages? I, If I value evolving, I have to value ageing. And I'm on a mission to strip away all of the stories that I have been conditioned to think, that I've been indoctrinated into, that I've gathered for myself over the years about what ageing has to mean. I'm going to strip that all back because I get to choose the path here. When you lose someone young, Nick was 40 when he died. He never even made it to 42. What what am, what are we doing if we're just talking about age as like a demise, or we're scared of aging? We shouldn't be scared of aging. We should like. I mean, I am trusting in whenever it's my time, it's my time. But I'm sure as heck grateful every time a birthday rolls around. Another year of adventures, another year of lessons, another year of loving and being loved. I mean, what conversations are you having in your head about age and aging? And hey, none of them are wrong. It's, it's what you've collected. It's what you might have witnessed. You might have seen people suffer, you know, as they were getting older. You might have experienced or witnessed a, a parent be 
left by another parent. And so, you know, spend the rest of their their days feeling lonely. And so what's there to look forward to? Look, this is why it's so important we understand that our subconscious stores all of the things, all of the things. And the things that you put on repeat in your brain, things that really mattered to you that formed a little thought pattern that pops up into your conscious mind, those things are, they're kind of ruling your life. When we, when we don't stop to kind of shine a light on those things, question, hang on, why, why would I be celebrating Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore for taking a photo? They looked stunning, P.S., beautiful makeup and hair and just feeling cosy and besties-like and delicious. Why would I be celebrating that? Oh, it's because... I don't think it's okay to have those lines. It's because for some reason my subconscious thinks it's brave for women to age naturally. Think about all the messages we get as women all the freaking time about why it's not okay to look your age. And we are complicit to it. We buy in. We buy in because we talk to ourselves (laughs) in a way that confirms they're right. And it's like an act of rebellion when we stick our finger up, which is what we see these women doing, and saying, hey, I'm not going to. Like, I don't know how the norm became the norm, but I'm not for that norm anymore. I'm actually going this way. And more and more, when we see women standing in their own power, refusing to bend, refusing to change, you know, on the outside to reflect something that society wants to see, then, I mean, it just gives permission for more of us to do it, right? And now, I mean, this is not to say, I love, I love myself a little bit of fake tan, I must say, in the summer months. I love makeup. I love the act of taking care of my skin now as a person who literally for probably about 25 years, probably more, probably more, washed her face with soap. Um, like I don't think I actually started to properly use proper things on my skin. Oh, look, I don't even know. It's sort of kind of recently compared to what many other people do. I just paid no attention. I loved makeup. Makeup is like one of the few creative pursuits I actually really enjoy. (laughs) Keep it pretty plain these days. I got really good at learning how to do my own eye makeup and all of that sort of stuff. Anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We all have choices, right? I have a choice about how I approach aging, how I talk to myself about aging. I have a choice to break the cycle for myself and for my children about 
what age has to mean. And it's why on birthdays, you know, without a doubt, over the years, the last eight years of working with women and holding communities for those women, I remember it lots in the Small Steps membership, these women who were on a mission they were really committed to to changing the food that their family was eating. They were really just making these small, consistent changes to their lifestyle, and it was empowering to them. It was really amazing to watch. And there'd all, there would be always something that could derail them, and that would be the disappointment that would come when people who they loved and they felt like they were helping to take care of and create lovely meals for or a special home for or whatever it was, just just paid them no attention on their birthday or just, you know, they had an expectation, they had an attachment to what they wanted their birthday to be like and no cigar. And I think the thing that I have learned over the years, especially with Nick, who, look, I mean, tried with presents. But honestly, like there would be times when I opened up presents in the morning and just thought, like, in what universe was that a good idea? <laughs> or, oh, my gosh, he, he put a lot of thought and effort into this and, wow, yeah. Um, that happened. <laughs> He just wasn't he wasn't that great at presence. But he 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 tried, but I just had to lose attachment to the fact that I'd get something that I really wanted unless I explicitly asked for it. These women would just get feel really, really disappointed. And so their birthdays would be ruined because the people around them weren't loving them or celebrating them in a way that mattered to them. And here's where I'm at. Here is where I am at these days. I think all the time that my kids, they're, I mean, all our kids, they're just watching us, right? We, we are creating their, what they would consider normal. Their, their interpretation of the world is based on, on what they see around them. And so the way that I come to my birthdays now, the way that I am changing language around aging is to show up to celebrate myself, to, to joyfully celebrate my own birthday. That doesn't mean organizing everything. It means the attitude that I'm bringing into it. Like how I am so glad to be having this birthday. I am so glad I get to hug you all on my birthday. I am so glad that I've just lived a whole other year and I learned so many lessons. You know, we're always talking about lessons here and how great it is to learn them and how I, even although I feel like I'm so, they feel like I'm so much older than them. There's so many things, so many lessons that I'm learning because I'm always trying new things and I'm always looking at, oh, what could I have done differently there? Because I love evolving myself, I love aging. I embrace it all. And I don't want to be the same as I was a year ago. 
I don't, I don't want to recognize myself in another year's time. I want to evolve. And that requires being in life. That requires aging. And whatever that ends up looking like on the outside, I mean, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, just, just embrace it. I'm, I don't want to spend these years of my life hating on the outer, you know, view of that everybody else gets of who I am as Lisa Cordoff. I'd prefer to show up and be the best version, feel like the best version inside myself. And that looks different for everybody. I mean, my amazing friend, Lisa Carpenter, just won a bodybuilding competition at 50, was on stage strutting about, feathers, bikinis, like just outrageously amazing. Now that is not my version of how, well, like that I would never strive for that at 50. You get, we get to just do this our own way. Ah, I mean, what? 42, surely. How did that happen? But I can tell you one thing for sure. I'm actually literally looking out my window right now and there's two men, and I would say they were late 70s, walking together, masks on, trench coats on. So they were friends, maybe they're partners, I'm not too sure. It's like chatting, chatting, walking in the wintry weather. It's living life. I don't pity them. Celebrate them. So maybe that's what's happening. Maybe when we see Cameron and Drew, besties, Cam and Drew, should I just talk about them like they're my besties too? Just living them good lives, smiling and taking a snap and we can see their crow's feet. That's just a celebration of what's real and we're kind of all ready for that. And you might not, like, that's just one example. That's just one example. But I think it's less to do with what's happening on the outside and more to do with the way we're talking to ourselves on the inside about what age means. What does it mean for you? We can play victim to what society tells us happens to women as they age. Or we can reprogram that shit and I teach you exactly how to do that inside Ready for Change and I hope you are on the wait list for the next round because it is coming soon and it is going to be a big, big round. I mean, can we just see out 2021 removing some of the BS that we tell ourselves? Can we stand in our power as women and say no to all of this conditioning It's not doing us any favours, is it? And it's actually possible. It's totally possible. But here's the thing you can do straight away is you can think about what your kids are seeing, the language you are using, how are you setting them up to celebrate ageing? You get to do that 
That's your work impacting and changing a generation of children. How cool is that? How cool is that? So that's me. That's what I'm taking into tomorrow, my birthday. I'm just going to rock up and joyfully celebrate myself. I release attachment to anything that's coming my way. I'm just going to enjoy what is. 41, 41. I mean, that was a year. We were in lockdown <laughs> last year. We're in lockdown again. I've grown. I've changed. Thank goodness. Oh, I'd be so disappointed if I felt like I was in the same space as I was a year ago. And I never will be because I'm constantly just in the work of evolving myself, just curious about myself. I mean, life is changing all around us all the time, even though it has felt a little stagnant in certain areas. We get to create our own momentum. And when you're always just compassionately curious about yourself and you're looking at little patterns when you know that you have everything you need to be able to create the change that you want in your life, then I reckon life's just going to feel exciting at every age. That's my hope. So if you want access to some of those tools, if you want to be able to shift yourself, evolve yourself, just constantly open up to the potential that exists inside you, develop a deep and nurturing love for yourself, it's totes possible, then come and join us inside Ready for Change. I can't wait to share that the doors will be open soon. Make sure you are on the wait list. The link to that is in the bio. There's some pretty cool things coming. But for right now, I'm going to finish this podcast. I'm going to get it uploaded. I am going to take the day off on my birthday and celebrate. See you next week. I have great news. The next live round of Ready for Change is coming very soon. So, Go right ahead and click on the link in these show notes and make sure your name is on the wait list so that you don't miss out on joining this transformational program that will put you back in the driver's seat of your own life. This course has changed the lives of so many women. Make sure it changes yours this October. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode.